Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everybody. This is Artie's Hey Fam. Enjoy your morning. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Andrew Levins. My name, on the other hand, Angus Truscott. Well, I can't believe you just went straight in, told him your real name off I know. the bat. I normally say something really dumb. You're really, the wacky one. It's really bad too. Like, it's not funny. I've got some feedback. <laughs> From who? I went to my parents on the weekend, headed out some scorecards. They were like, Angus, we gave you this name for a reason. We want yeah, you, they're like, want you to be it. proud of it. Do you know when I was nine, I was extremely, extremely um, set on changing my name to Shaquille when I was 16. <laughs> this is a true story. And I remember what? my year four teacher telling me Angus was a beautiful name as a result. I was heaps into Shaq. I love Shaq food. I had Shaq clothing. I had Big a Shaq action figure. Shazam. Was it Kazam? It was Kazam. Kazam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not to be mistaken with the fake Sinbad film, yeah. Shazam. Hello, BuzzFeed. January 2017. It was just before Salt Bay. It was probably the biggest meme they ever thought. It was going to be the biggest meme of the year. Um, yeah, and I was actually going to change my name to Shaquille. As an adult, I now realize that's not the right thing to do. Um, it's kind of wrong. It's almost cultural reappropriation. It's not what my name is. It's not what my parents call me. It's the equivalent of you getting cornrows. It honestly is, which is really funny because someone today at work said you uh, suggested I get cornrows. Well, you have got cornrowable hair. Well, I do, but it's like, you know... we. There's cars out there. We all shouldn't drive them. Some exactly. Just shouldn't no, drive I'm, cars. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, you, you could before I could. I, I bet you there's some corn rowers see me walking past, going, "Ooh, like it's a good blank easel." <laughs> like Banksy seeing a um a street wall that he hasn't done a hot take on. You know what I mean? He's going, "Ooh, I just want to." Do we do we want to weigh in on the Banksy reveal this week? Oh, it's been. Here's it my gets hot take. Every two Who weeks. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Good. Okay. Good. So that was take. a bit. Yeah, it's the same. Everyone, everyone knows it's him. Who cares if it's here? I don't like whatever. Who you Tommy? Who are you talking about? Tommy Dassler. <laughs> Is he like, He's no, not that clever. <laughs> um, so last week on Hey Fam, we talked about everything that we've loved the most, particularly the TV, video games, and movies hey, from the from, good stuff from 2017. So far, it was a half yearly report. We didn't even. Oh my god, we didn't even. You know what? Let's save it. I was going to say we didn't even cover memes. Then I realized what we're doing next episode. We're and I'm some, thinking... We're bringing let, in the experts. Let's not say anything. Let's not say anything. we bring in the experts. Let's just uh, sizzle you there. But let's let's save memes for next week. Love it. Um, but this week, yeah, we're going to be talking about the games, movies, TV shows, and more that we're looking forward to for the rest of the year. It's a great year. We've got two more days left of this financial year. We are saving the receipts. <laughs> yep. And then... Uh, are we? No. Well, 
I, I save receipts. I, I dump them all into a box and then I then I enter them into an Excel document mid through the next financial year. Yep. You you. I'm at the. Uh, how would you the financial bracket where like this is my Christmas and I'm putting it together right now. So that first of July, some account, my accountant will be not some. I don't just yeah. I fucking hate tax season because it just means I have to give money back to the. So fucking, it's the opposite to of the me. Feds. I get you. You pay me. I just I just have to uh, register for GST. So now I get to charge people my tax. That's good. Yeah. I, I just get my I, I I do it in a weird roundabout way. I'm still paying hex despite the fact I've paid them off. Which is good because when I go to do my tax, I get fuckloads of money back. There's oh, probably right. accountants right now listening going, don't do that. You're actually losing more money. Yeah. Shout outs to the accountants who are listening. Let me know if that's true. If not, I'll change it. I've spoken to some people who do the similar thing. It's kind of good because it's for savings. This is a finance report. <laughs> who, th- who saw this one coming? Well, that was my first thing. I want, hey fam, uh, what I'm looking forward to is us covering more financial <laughs> things. I saw home rates might be going up. Thought of you today. Yep, I own a home. Literally thought of you. <laughs> saw that. I was like, ooh. I'm the one percenter of AFM. You are the one. I am the other 99%. <laughs> that's, that's it. it. Though it's very 50-50. So, we've got some um, exciting things to talk about, you know, that are coming up this year. But before we do that. The things that get us out of bed in the morning, picking up our phone, going to those th- feeds and just seeing what's going on. Um, that's, what, that's what we're looking forward to in the year. We'll go do that in a moment. Before we get to that, we're going to talk about something that we just did together on this very couch, Angus. Before we re- hit record, we sat down and we just shot out. We logged into the Patreon and we uh, printed out all of the money you've given us and then threw it in the air and uh, Uncle Scrooge style. Dove into it. Yeah. Is that what we did? He dives into it like a diving board. He does. Which it's is what very we did funny. as well. It's yeah. very funny. And then he spits out coins. Like Hard to do with Bitcoins, but also you've got to use your imagination with Bitcoins. Um, but we just sent out the first ever HeyFam mailing list. Ooh. It is called Family Matters. Um, we're thinking of starting an ICQ channel as well, but we're going to tackle mailing list first. We're oh, going yeah, backwards. We're, we've bought Napster. We're going to bring it back just for the chat room facilities. Yeah, that's it. And we're taking HeyFam off the grid. But uh, yeah, we launched a mailing list. And speaking of Napster, we also launched a official HeyFam playlist on, on, on I, uh, Apple Music yeah. called Hey Jams. And it's a lot of fun. It's five hey tracks jam? by hey me. Jams. Hey, mm, I don't know. Whatever we put out in the mailer. <laughs> it's one or the other. Hey Jams does sound a lot better now. But um, I like Hey Jam. It works too. It but works yeah, the alliteration works well. Um, five songs from me, five songs from Levens. We're going to update that every month. And that's some exclusive mailing list. How do you get into this mailing list? Well, you go to uh, our Patreon page, which, which is, is patreon.com slash heyfam. Pretty easy to remember. It's I was very, worried there. I thought you were going to be like, oh, fuck. No, I know what it is. Uh, <laughs> you can pledge a certain amount. I believe the lowest tier will get you the mailing list. Yeah, that's right. Two bucks gets you the mailing list. That's so good. And you know what? I was jealous that we were sending this out because this is a mailing list I want to get. I was even dropping truth bombs on Levens as we were putting it together. He was putting it together. I was, I was putting the music together. More, you know, I was putting the cover art together. We have different roles. Again, 99%, 1%. <laughs> um, when Levens gave me a break. I, 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 definitely, I definitely did the 90% of the, of the mailing list. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> but uh, you, you sleep soundly at night knowing your landlord won't take your home from you. So that's, how, that, that's where my 99% of fear comes from. That's when I'm the 99%. Um, I, said, I I spouted some terrible fact, which I regurgitated from some source that said mailing lists are actually on the rise in this current era of fake news. That's one percent of talk. That's one percent. Yeah. So one percent click through rate. We hope at least, and ninety nine percent of you put it in the bin. So all across two dollars a month gets you access to the mailing list and also the bonus episodes that we do each month. We it's did a crazy. commentary for Batman and Robin last month. Have you listened to it? Did you enjoy it? We hope so. Yeah. 
if you don't want also, to we uh, don't care. if you don't want to support us on Patreon, you can just buy that separately at uh, heyfam.bandcamp.com. Yeah, that's right, mum and dad. I am in a band camp now. <laughs> we already made that joke last week. It's fine. I can't remember. I can't. It, it didn't work then. This one time on Bandcamp. Oh, that's very funny. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much. Uh, so that's from a movie that was that came out in uh, 1999. The, that's right. Pie. And we're not talking about movies that came out then. We're talking about movies coming out this year. We're also years talking about. Later. Talking about uh, TV, it's coming out this year. But first, videos, gums. Oh, one one thing I want to say: rewind back to last week's episode in true HeyFam style. We spent half an hour speculating the outcome of a huge Hollywood gossip megaton, which, as soon as the episode went out, everything had settled in the dust, thus rendering all of our predictions somewhat useless. But you know what? I'm starting to think we're kind of like a talisman. For certain Hollywood news or uh, gossip mongering, because every time we have a hot take, boom, get spoiled. It's it's we, we, Hollywood says no. And I think we predicted most of it anyway. We'll speak about Ronnie Howard. Yeah, you said I think pretty. You said like you, you reckon that was going to happen, like and it happened. So, so Ron, you know, Ron Howard is now the director, or we reckon like maybe he's like a Patsy director. I reckon he's going to be the director. Yeah, right. This dude's been so involved with Lucasfilm as we we, we touched on last time and. George wanted to direct prequels. He did Willow for Lucasfilm. He, George directed him in American Graffiti. Like, he's ingrained with Lucasfilm. The bit, there's a big report that came out this week, an update that said um, the, the uh, basically incompetence was the main reasoning for firing. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy was expecting maybe 15, 16 shots a day. And She's the, getting two or three. Well, they were, they were, it turns out they were making a claymation movie. It was claymation yeah. out of Lego. No, it was a Lego film. It was a Lego movie, yeah. Right. Much, uh, that will explain way more. But there's this rumor that came around. I don't, I'm not sure how much to believe in how much of it's been leaked on purpose that apparently when the crew were all gathered together and they announced the firing and announced Ron Howard to be taking over, there was cheering and clapping. So, I don't know if the crew were having a bad... I just don't know what's going on. It sounds insane. Maybe they're just very big AD fans. Yeah, true. I'd get them to sign my box set. Um, but it turns out, hey, fanboys, on the money. You can trust us. You can trust us. And you can trust us with these hot predictions for what we're looking forward to this year. You know what? I was... Every time we were looking at um, a screen in front of us to remind us of, you know, films that had come out this year or movies or music... I just kept thinking, man, the second half's lit. Like, I'm more jacked about the second half. And I had to bite my tongue several times because I was about to shoot a load saying, oh, I can't wait for this. And so, yeah, when talking about video games, I was like, well, we kind of covered everything when we were talking about E3 because pretty much everything that they mentioned in E3 is coming out in the latter half of this year. It's the Kmart catalogue that goes out in late November That's and right. you pretty much go, ooh, this is what I want for Christmas. But out of fucking nowhere. We, I mean, we knew it was going to happen at some point, but I'd, out of nowhere... Uh, Nintendo announced this NES Mini, which is the sequel to the NES Mini, which is a toy that you could play. Had the th- like thirty pretty pretty great NES games on it. Um, it was like a hundred bucks in Australia. Hard um, as fuck to find. Harder than a Switch. What like ridiculously hard to find. And, and they didn't want you to have it. It almost felt like like you couldn't really pre-order it. You it was very difficult to come by. Uh, stock was always like I think there was. A problem where a lot of the games were two players, but you could only get one controller and getting the second controller was even harder than getting the system. Like it was a bit of a fucking mess. Yeah. And I, I kind of like, I, I almost only wanted it because I found out how rare it became. I jumped on every opportunity for a pre-order despite the fact I was saying, I don't want it. I don't want it because it was everything. I Look, me and Nintendo didn't go on well in 2016. And it was, a, it was like, it was like banging an X if I, um, wow. which I've never done. 
But it was. I imagine that's what it was like getting back on your bullshit and going. Well, is that what you call your ex? Yeah, back on my bullshit. Um, yeah, I, I, I think at the at, the, at the, the the heart of my decision was just that I don't love those NES games. You know, I, I love Super Mario Brothers three. You know, what? it was my first console, and I totally get that. When the NES to me, I was five. I didn't know shit, but also a lot of the games, the difficulty curve on those games. It was really hard. Like I, I, I think seventy percent of the games I played, I didn't get it. I got a SNES when I was seven, so I only had like two years with the NES. I we covered all this recently too. Yeah, we covered all this in a great go back. I think like four or five apps. We it's a two parter once again where we go through every console we've owned, and it's pretty much the wonder years. Like we we touch on shit that was going on in our life at the time. I just sing Joe Cocker songs for the entire entire episode. Um, what's his name? Joe Cocker. No. Daniel Stern is the... Uh, he narrates it for us. <laughs> now he narrated The Wonder Years. Daniel Stern? Yeah. Really? He went that's on him. to be like Home Alone. Yeah. That's he's, amazing. He's, the, he's old Kevin. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, w- wait, what were we saying? That's better than your like weird Apple facts that you were dropping on uh, the oh, Batman yeah. and Robin commentary. I was watching some the other day where I was like really getting... Oh, Twin Peaks Season 2 has some Apple old, old app Macs in the background. I was going, ooh, we should do a commentary for that. Uh, what I was saying was, uh, what was I saying? Talking oh, about the NES Mini. NES. Difficulty level was so hard, despite having it for ages. I don't think I made it past World One Three of many games. Like I'm very familiar with the first few levels of many games, but never saw the end of too many. Like I never got past Boy in the Blob. So hard. Like well, so yeah. many, so many of these games were just the learning curve was up. SNES to me is nothing but good memories. Really well made games. Really good learning curve. Like, it was a more accessible console, I think. And games that they wanted you to play for a long time and get really involved in the story of instead of just playing these brutally hard sections over and over again and learning through repetition. Yeah, and I think it's when, like, personality... Like, you know, I think I I do think the improvement, having 16-bit graphics on a console made games more of an accessible and, like, you know, you look at the NES now, it's pretty crude. Like, look at Super Mario Brothers, like... Those fuckers don't have faces, you know. And then you look. <laughs> they don't at even have hands. They don't even. Ha- and then you look at Super Mario World, and it's kind of like the leap between Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario World is like Steamboat Willie to Toy Story, you know. Like back that, that you're just like, oh my god! Like they've got mouths and digits, and they're and riding hands. dinosaurs, and yeah, you know, just allow them to do. The so music much. is so much more, like you know, it developed. Oh, it's and, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Miyamoto, you know, I wanted Yoshi in Mario Three. It was way too hard, though. They couldn't actually have the processing power to have another character on screen. Also, um, they hadn't, um, like, the dinosaur technology didn't exist yet. Jurassic Park hadn't come out. Yeah, they hadn't got the DNA. They, exactly. They were, they were trying to extract the mosquito DNA, put it into the, the nest. Didn't work. How shit was Yoshi in the movie? It's like I a raptor. Really, I haven't seen it in the cell. Um, but yeah, I have super fond memories of 16-bit gaming. In fact, I think it is still... I preferred it to the 64. I think that was my favorite console. Like, I, I spent a lot of time with that console. It is such a classic era. And and the list Obviously, of the games... the nostalgia factor is kicking in. Like, we are the, literally the ripe age yep. for having a hard-on for that shit because we were kids. And these are all games that, like, oh, so, I, so I, want, s- I want to raise Archie on. The and- SNES, but how many games was it? So, like, yeah, they did announce it. Um, sticking true, I've got to say, which is great. There's a North American version and a European-Japanese version. Yep. 
Fuck the North American version. That gross purple thing. I remember when I used to get comics, uh, like in the when the SNES was out. Like I used to read a lot of Spider Man and X Men comics, and there was always ads for Super Nintendos and games in there, which I used to love going through the ads. Like I still do. It was like all my old comics. I just love going through the ads. Well, especially then when the. You know, there was no internet and it was the first look at like games that we wouldn't be getting for sometimes two or two years or something. Mm. And just how wild they will look. And I'd be like, oh, this game looks cool. And I just remember seeing in one of the ads, the SNES with the like shades of blue and purple buttons and just the weird console with purple. Like it was, I was like, why? Mine's all curvy and lovely and has like the classic buttons, like the, the red, blue, yellow, green. Like what happened? Like. But yeah, what's cool is for the SNES Mini, they're releasing them in the two formats, which is dope. Like, and collectors must be like, fuck, I want both. Totally. But Luckily, it, I just want this because it's just... Two jamming. controllers? And how many games? You said 20 21. So. so it's 21. That's great. And the list is like pretty fucking perfect. So... There's, there's you know, one or two licensed games that would have been sick to show up on there. But overall, it's like, you know, it's a pretty... It's, it's almost flawless list. There's maybe one game I don't like on there, which is Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Right. And why um, don't you like it? Just it's a it's a dull dull game. It's a dull game. Yeah. There you go, Nintendo. If you're listening, yeah. Levens has chimed in. Now. But you know, it is one of those like arcade kind of port games that I know has a fan base, so I understand. It was on a bunch of consoles too, wasn't it? It has a like good a, good soundtrack. I will say that it wasn't Super Nintendo exclusive. I think Super Ghouls and Ghosts is Nintendo oh Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah. Of course, it was. It has um, Super Ghouls. But uh, yeah, the uh, the the coolest thing about it is that there are two games on it that have never been ported to the virtual console properly and they are Star Fox and um, Yoshi's Island. Because and that was for emulation problems, I believe. That's right, because of the, 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 there was a microchip in the in their cartridges that allowed the them to do effects, like... The Super Effects microchip. I remember that. The I remember, 3D effects. Um, having the Super Effects um, logo on several of my Nintendo games and I think they only made eight games with that chip in the cartridge. And yeah. It was cool to have. Here's the full list. So you got Contra 3, Donkey Kong Country, Earthbound, Final Fantasy 3, which I think is 5, something, 6. six. There's some weird rule there. F-Zero, Kirby Superstar, Kirby's Dream Course. Two Kirby's. I mean, come on. Well, the Dream Course is the golf game. Oh, right. Fuck that noise. It's good. It's a good golf game. Yeah, but I'm going to be playing A Link to the Past, Yeah, obviously. <laughs> we get it. Mega Man X, Secret of Mana, Star Fox, Street Fighter 2, Turbo Hyper Fighting. I mean, did you think I was just going to say this is Street Fighter 2? No, I wasn't even going to say just Street Fighter 2 Turbo. I'm going to say Hyper Fighting at the end of that. <laughs> Castlevania for um, your favorite Ghouls and Ghosts, Mario Kart, Super Mario RPG, which I don't think ever got a release in Australia. I it, did, it came out on the virtual console. Oh, but I mean, it didn't get Oh, it. yeah, physical release? Yeah, I'm not sure. Never did. Um, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Punch-Out, Yoshi's Island. And if you're going, that's 20 games. It left off one in the particular. Fucking, the bomb drop. And this is a game that... Like, it's legend status. I think of all games that were, you know, like completely finished games that never got released, this there's might be the most famous. And there's not a lot either because like that's a very expensive thing to happen now to develop a game that's finished and then not release it. Like, I don't think that would happen now. Like so the, unless th- they found out there was a black coffee-esque code which put blackface on every character and they're like, we can't release this. Like, <laughs> but it's very rare, I think, and the industry to have a product and go, no, yeah, let's not release it. So the game they're releasing is Star Fox 2. I didn't um, even know they'd finished it. I always remember seeing it in trades and stuff and just being like, this looks so good. And then it disappearing and just... Well, I know. I, I've definitely seen people review and rank it in like, so that like review emulations, but I never realized the emulations were completely finished. Yeah, neither did I. But apparently Nintendo have polished this. This is, this is different to what we've seen on emulators. 
Um, this is a game How that do they polish that, a game that's twenty years oh, old. Fucking, I have no idea, but they, they, they've they, they've they've resurrected this game that was meant to come out um, as like the swan song for the SNES, mm. but instead they got worried that. Um, with the PlayStation around the corner and Nintendo 64 around the corner, people wouldn't take this 2D game seriously. 3D game. Or, like, you know, 3D yeah, game yeah. on a 2D system se- mm. se- um, seriously. Well, yeah, so. it came to the... I was telling you the other day, it came to this weird thing where Miyamoto was the one to make the call and he said that the SNES, like, while they'd still be making games, I guess, like, how they do for the 3DS now, while the Switch is still the main focus, they only wanted 2D games on the SNES and really pushed the 3D gaming factor for the upcoming 64. So, it's a weird rule. But it also it looks way better than Lilat Wars, which came out, I think, like three years into the 64 cycle. Yeah, and it was announced when Star Fox 2 was meant to come out. Yes. There's an incredible video on it by a video game historian. Yeah, check it out. It, it does a much more succinct job. Ours is better, though. We're more entertaining. I find him a bit <laughs> dull to be TBH. Yikes. I hope he is not a listener. I hope he is because he's not on Patreon. <laughs> so he's cheap. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Well, I take that back. Retracted. Um, but DMs are open Come on Maybe maybe he's a horny firefighter From Cairns <laughs> No That's somebody else <laughs> um, So uh, Star Fox 2 Is finally being released and, and I mean as far as we know It's going to be exclusive To The SNES Mini People are saying it, it definitely won't be exclusive I kind of hope they do Keep it exclusive Just because it's so weird And cool Yeah And seems like a very Nintendo thing to do Now Speaking of that phrase The Nintendo thing to do I'm Obviously, I pre-ordered this as soon as it was open. The nostalgia factor kicked in. You're getting two controllers. You're getting 21 games. But, but all just, it was just that, that perfect list of, of like games that I can't wait to show my kids. Like it's but just... also, imagine them on virtual cons. And it made me start thinking the same thing I thought of the NES last year, the NES Mini, where I was just like, stop this bait and switch. Yeah. Because when I think of these retro consoles, I always think of like Sega or Atari or a brand who is, can't even... has has a, doesn't have the luxury of making consoles anymore. So they had to go for these like uber casual fans of these essentially toys not real functional consoles and aren't they made out of spare wii u parts or wii parts really i think i heard that somewhere that's weird how many, you how, tell me no maybe i definitely don't that seems like bullshit to my me. dreams are wild <laughs> you bullshit me you're back on your bullshit in real life and my dreams i don't know what's 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 real anymore the the, the, the nest mini was run off like a 512 card um, or something card, yeah yeah something like that sounds like the wii <laughs> Um, the, I just I still can't help but think as a Switch owner from a business standpoint I can kind of get it they're going for a casual fan but it's also a really hard product to buy and then I'm just like well why can't I just have any, all of these games I'd pay that much 120 or whatever it is to have them all as virtual console games yeah like and what is going package. on with virtual console like what is happening yeah look, like, I, I, just can't I, I, I get that. that it's super frustrating at the same time this package just was just a fucking like immediate deal for me. I, I had to get it. I feel like the scientist in a in a in a in an end of the world film who's just going. But guys, you're the only one who sees yeah, sees the right answer. All, you, yeah. yeah, I just feel I just feel like it's I feel like it's something Nintendo last year would have done. They would if they'd said it's open now. Virtual console. This is all available right now because this thing's not portable. The controls aren't wireless. Like, it, and the, from what I've heard, if they're anything like the NES Mini, we're going to be sitting like pretty close to the screen. Well, no, no. It's, it's not that you. Apparently, you, you're meant to plug the, the the cord that you plug into the television is qu- it's quite long, or sure. at least very easy to replace with something that is long, and you actually bring that out closer to you. But it's going to be a HDMI cable as well. I mean, how many? Oh, extra true. long peripherals are we going to have to be buying to Jesus, run this? This is Nintendo. This is what I mean. I just think I'd rather pay that price for them on virtual console so I can play like Link to the Past every day on the way to and from work. 
that yeah. t- I don't want to play it on my TV. Yeah, and I get that. It's but- just, and I do think it's great. And obviously, I've actually pre-ordered because I'm a dumb fucking piece of shit. Yeah, the worst scientist in the game. The worst scientist, the scientist who's telling kids to stop smoking crack, but is also doing it themselves. I just, I just can't help but think how they not mentioned anything about virtual console. I think it's still like all the normie press cover this and be like, it's coming back. And then I always know when Nintendo's on their bullshit because all the normie people I follow who aren't lit and not in the hot take chat group start going, ooh, I want one of these. And I'm like, where were you at the Switch, dude? Yeah. You know, where were you at the... With, at, at, at the Panasonic Q GameCube. Well, they might be like, well, can I get Link to the Past on the Switch? And then you'd be like, oh, no. I'd be and like, no, like, but you should. Here's at Reggie. Maybe yeah. his DMs are open. I've given them a heads up and he wants you to go in there. I just think, I just do think it's weird. Like, it's not ideal. It just is a really dumb way of me buying these games again. Well, I mean, I'm looking forward to playing Star Fox 2 for the first time. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> I actually remember Star Fox 1 costing like 110 when it came out. The Super FX games were expensive. I have not played it. Like, I've never owned that game. So, I, I can't wait to actually... I have really I, fond I, memories. I've, I've played it at other people's houses, but never... Me and my dad my used own. to... It was one of the only games my dad played, and I think it was like the flying type of thing. And it looked yeah, amazing yeah. for its time. Like, And when you look back on it now, it's like Lawnmower Man-esque, laughable, but... It's pretty cool what that game achieved with asymmetrical shapes. Yeah, and all, I mean even the presentation of that, what, 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 you, the screens that you've seen from number two with like the, um, you know, like all the characters. New talking. characters it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, two two girls. A That's awesome. Fox and a dog, and then for some reason they were never used again. You just had the same dumb characters, especially in that heinous sequel that you unfortunately had to play. Oh my god! But there, there, there was a brief uh, bunch of dinosaur characters in oh, that um, Star Fox, Fox Adventures. Adventures. I the found w- the guide to that. That I own Weird. for some reason. Did you own the game? Yeah, I own the game on GameCube. Rare's last game for Nintendo. It's such a weird game. And they, in- and they game. invented their own language for it because everyone on the dinosaur planet speaks their own language. Wow. And then, because <laughs> it was Dinosaur Planet, wasn't it, at one stage for N64? It was going to be a swan song yet again. And then it was a launch title for GameCube. And then they ended up banging Microsoft. I'm looking forward to Star Fox 2. Angus, are you? Can I you am. put everything, all, all, all these qualms aside and make Star Fox to a game you're looking forward to playing in 2017? Yeah. Yeah. But I just still think it's weird. It's a weird thing to do. It's not, right. it, does, it does like, feel like old Nintendo. It just doesn't seem like a new Nintendo thing. I just want to know where the virtual console is. Like, I am gagging to play games on that screen. I really thought we would have gotten an update on that by now, but it looks like they're actually going to make us hold out until... It's horseshit. Like next year. Like, early next look year. at the PSN. I was thinking about this the other day. You can download games just from the one online network that is device agnostic, you know, that works on a Vita, but also works on a PS4, PS3. Like, you can download, a, for example, like Metal Gear 1 ROM that works on a PS3 and also... Your Vita. Uh, your Vita. And it's just like, how, how come... Why is it every emulated software for Nintendo so, like, fine tuned? It's just It just baffles my mind. Do you reckon... It's like they took the easy way out early on and didn't set up proper infrastructure for, you know, stand, now modern standards. Do you reckon, like, maybe, like, you know, aside from all of our weird theories, like, you know, and, and actually, you know, Secret of Mana is on um, is on this um, SNES Mini and they've actually just released in, in, in Japan yeah. a Secret of Mana collection that's not coming to the Western world and I wonder if on that's... On Switch? What, yeah, on Switch. And, and it hasn't got subtitles, has it? No, no it, hasn't, it hasn't. I mean, yeah, you could say that it's not coming out here because it hasn't been translated, but... Also, like, I don't know, I, 
I feel like it has a fan base. I mean, enough that they realize that it's an important game. We're always on the SNES up Mini. there in the like the ten games that made the SNES. Like, but do you reckon they were like they just told Square, "Don't bother. We're, we're including the SNES Mini. That's that's it." I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 so weird. It's a weird decision, and I'm also kind of does it, is it distracting people's attention away from the Switch? Like, here's some facts about me. I don't own a video game company. And I'm not a businessman, but <laughs> I would be trying to make the Switch like, the must-have product and saying, yeah. it's all on this. And like really, really hammering in that Nintendo is still home to these you know, classic yeah. throwback games and making sure that you get that Disney Afternoon collection on the totally. Switch. Making sure you get the new Mega Man collection and the old one on the Switch None of them too. are coming, right? Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's weird. I'm just, I'm just weird. I think like, Capcom and Nintendo are having a, having a beef. That's though. right. I have heard that. There was a lot of, uh, back a year ago, like Capcom saying, we're supporting the Switch and they're pulling out of a lot of shit, aren't they? Well, I mean, they put, that, they put Street Fighter on there. Which has gotten like just average reviews. Yeah, and then it's hilarious that we get like probably the best version of Street Fighter Two ever on mm. on the SNES Mini. Baffling. What is going on? Like if, you if, said, if anyone turbo is listening, hyper fighting. Yeah, it's, I only I, hate. I only fight when it's both hyper and turbo <laughs> and in the streets. This is some and it, and it's a sequel to the first fight I've had in said street. Anyway, I'm not looking forward to complaining about Nintendo again this year. I you know what I I'm didn't just... think I was going to be looking complaining about Nintendo this year, and this took me by surprise. Damn, fam. Um, but yeah, Star Fox Two is one of the games I'm looking forward to playing. Fuck I guess us, other... right? Like fuck us. Like well, of course we're going to buy it. Yeah, of course we've already bought it. Oh, I've, I've already bought a third of it. What, what, what bullshit is your cat doing? Angus's cat is trying to escape his bedroom, which he has locked her in. Fair enough, I guess. I bet she's looking forward to getting out of that room in 2017. Relevant content, Kitty Pride. You're a great co-host. Hey, Kitty Pride. You're free. Do you want your microphone? Hey, Angus. Kitty Pride was going to be. That damn was going to join in. Sorry, she was locked in the room and scratching. Um, so, other games that you're looking forward to this year? Super Mario Odyssey, obviously. Top of the motherfucking list, <sighs> yeah, right? It's it's kind of like... It's almost scary that... like I was, I was looking at a calendar the other day and I was like, October's not that far away. It better not get delayed. There's no way it will get delayed. Yeah, you're it's right. Nintendo's been pr- yeah, I it reckon finished. it's fully finished. Like, yeah. um, Splatoon 2. Which is very soon. That's like, That's like next l- week? less than a month away. Well, yeah, less yeah, than yeah. a month. Yeah, because I've been playing ARMS and um, I, ARMS for me is fun, but there's no depth to it that interests me. Like, I know there is depth to it, but... Mm. The, no, it, I agree. It's, it's a it's, very arcade game where, like, it's not about... Yeah, them. but it's not arcade in the same way that Pew Pew Tetris is arcade as fuck. I it's deeper than arcade. That's more like RPG. Yeah, it's... But, like, I know it seems... I know I always go on about that game, but, like, it has... If you were if you were interested in that game, it has so many different modes and unlockable things that mm. really hook you to... And, 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 like, you get incentive to finish it, but... Like, Arms is just like, oh, cool, I did the Grand Prix a few times. I don't want to fucking do it again. Arms feels like a, a game that's been pr- presented to you at a gaming expo. And you, you're seeing, like, how it works and the different modes. And it, it really you know feels like a demo. It, and when you get and you know when it comes out in stores, you're going to be like, oh, but now I know the story. Like, remember I played Breath of the Wild early? And I was given, like, a select part of the world to play. Yeah. And I was just like, I, can, I know what it's doing. It's a tech demo and I know it's not going to be the finished product. And then ARMS to me is like that, except it's like, oh no, it is the retail version. 
you know? Yeah, totally. And like people were comparing it to when Splatoon came out because Splatoon was light on content, kind of. It had a, it had, it had like, you know, a pretty robust single player mode. Like, you know, it was short, but it was really, really decent and enjoyable. So that, that was enough for me to go like, fuck Splatoon's a must buy purchase mm. for everybody. But ARMS for me, is just like, I've, I've played it. It's fun. I wish, like, you know, th- these these characters are so cool. I wish there was a story mode. There's some of the best character that work Nintendo's done in recent times. Yeah. Hands down. Since, since Splatoon. Yes, like, since yeah. Splatoon. But even more so, I think, than Splatoon. Like, Splatoon, everyone kind of looks the same. Yeah. Like, I do love the variation of these characters. Yeah, no, you're right. You're it's right like right Mario Kart. And the voice work on it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's so good. It's just baffling that, the, I mean... Where's the fucking story mode? I, I wish there was one. I thinking they're going to nail it. In a sequel, but it, will there be a sequel? Well, that's why I'm bringing it up. It. Like, Splatoon 2 is going to fucking rule. Yeah. Like, it's... Because, you know, Splatoon actually became a hit. Yeah. It, it's it, a cult it, classic now. Absolutely. And, 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 it, and it has a massive audience. And I think, you know, everything is just going to... It's just going to be the first game, but bigger in every single way. Again, it's going to be like... Um, you know, it's going to almost... It's going to be like, be like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, where we played it originally, but a lot of... Like, half of my... More than half the people who bought Switches is the first time any of them played Mario Kart 8. See, I feel that same way about Mario Kart 8, uh, Mario Kart, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe that I do about ARMS. Mm. In that there's no incentive for me to we're play not, it. And we're not the market, are we? I know, I know. No one bought a Wii U and bought all the DLC. But I know, I know it seems so, um, like, so fickle. Or not, not fickle, it's the wrong word, but like, you know, it, it seems... If they, if they hid a bunch of the content behind something and made me try and unlock it, I would like ARMS more. Mm. I would like Mario mm. Kart 8 Deluxe more, even though, like, you know, I, I've already unlocked all that shit on the Wii U. I just was just like, oh, okay, so it's just the, everything that I could possibly do is just there for me now. Yeah. There's no real variation on the game anywhere. Like, all the different modes it's of very ARMS arcade, are, are, are like kind of the same thing. You can see thing in an arcade... Um, in a video game arcade and two people standing next to each other playing it and fighting each other and you'd be like, that's cool. Yeah, like you even, know what I mean? even Smash Brothers, like, yeah, I, I, I actually got bored just doing the regular Smash mode. Yeah. You know, you do it like four characters and you're like, oh, that'll fucking I do. find Smash Brothers kind of boring. But I love all of the other weird, like, the, the weird like baseball mode where you've got to hit the sack with the baseball yeah. bat and like the weird platforming things. That and was cool. I remember there's so, And then there's like sticker drops and like there's so much shit to unlock in that game. I and find I just, if you're playing by yourself, Smash Brothers just isn't fun. Yeah, it's definitely more fun than Arms is to me. I, I I think I enjoyed Arms the most when I was playing with you that short amount of time we did yeah, it here, that was and, dope. and the few times I've been able to play online. With... Online's been fun. I've got to say, I really like the party mode. I think that's its strongest suit. Yeah, but like as a single single player game, which is you know the bulk of my playing, yeah, it does. It's not doing much for me. But this year, Splatoon, out. motherfucker, Splatoon Two is probably like that's going to be, you know, one of my favorite games of the year. I think. The... When is it out? End of June? No, June, yeah, like. July? Like end of July, yeah, yeah, great. Um, I'm, I can't, and I love the music for Splatoon. Yeah, I can't wait great. to hear more the, of that. The aesthetic, the design, there's it, and it's just I don't know. It's it, it is a design I didn't think Nintendo would go down. Like cool, like, yeah, and I cool. can't wait for you to get hooked on like the single player kid. campaign like I did last year. And it's been totally confirmed, ago, which is the best. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Splatoon two is very exciting. Mario Odyssey, they're the, they're the, they're, the, they're the big two kind of games I'm looking forward to this year. Zelda DLC. Which comes out this fucking weekend. Comes out like yeah, it's coming out ASAP. So I mean, the most exciting thing from that is the the Cave of Trials, which is pretty much um, what's the island, Eventide Island, but like times infinity. Times of yeah, like it, it seems like it's going to be proper challenging. 
Um, a lot of uh, our, our, our listeners in the in the HeyFam Hot Takes Patreon group uh, are very excited to just go back and play the entire game again in hard mode. Yeah, I don't have time for that. Uh, yeah, I don't think I can do that. July twenty first, boom. That's when Splatoon two comes out. When's Fuck, that is out? so soon. That's exciting. Oh man, I got an. I got it's like a, three I got weeks situation. Away. What do you mean? Fam, I need your help. What is it? I'm going to be at Splendor in the Grass working July 21st, which is a Friday. I need to get a copy of that game on the Thursday so I can take it with me yeah. on my Switch and play for and that not entire do work. weekend. <laughs> yeah. There are, there are, there are like, you I know, mean, I can digitally get it, but that's a game I want to physically own. Yeah, like, totally. And there's also like, you, you're also, you could go get it at a shopping center in Byron. You kidding? There's, there's nothing there. We're staying in Brisbane. You know, I, I no, I can't stay in Brisbane. Like, oh, you have to camp. You actually stay on. No, site, we stay or? in Byron in like furnished apartments. Disgusting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Taxpayer. No, no, no. But <laughs> you stay in apartments because it's actually way closer. Yeah, right. So there's nothing there. What's weird though is that, like, you know, generally I do try. You know, I, I, I'm not. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even though I love Nintendo, I don't only play... Nintendo stuff, but mm-hmm. I actually do, I don't know of any other things coming out this year well, on the on the play on the PlayStation at all. The only thing you and I could play would be on the PlayStation Four, and everything that was in E three is like next year. Yeah, There's, is, is the is you know, the Kuni uh, Two? I'm putting that out there. I'd like to play it. Is also, it this year? Yeah. Well, who knows? I don't know. Persona Five. I know haters haters will say it's photoshopped. I know it came <laughs> out earlier this year, but I haven't played it yet. That's something that I am going to play. And again, people are just probably going, "You fucking dork." Horizon Zero Dawn, finally going to play that. Yeah, I want to play that in time for that that DLC to come out too. Um, that DLC, the DDLC for that DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like, yeah, everything I'm looking forward to playing on the PlayStation 
is just stuff that already exists. I'm actually... Oh, Battlefront. The new Battlefront. Is that this year as well? Uh, yeah, it comes out November. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, that'll be Star good. Wars movie. Hey, that'll we, be... we could talk about the Star Wars movie in a minute. But yeah. first, I, I, another weird thing. I've, I've, I've hooked my PS3 back up. Wow. So I can play PS1 games. What are you playing? Uh, all the Castlevanias on... Uh, oh, you said that. Are on, you like, yeah. should you get a I'm on a real fucking Castlevania binge at the moment. What's the best one? Um, they're all fucking good. All the, all the weird um, GBA ones, which you can play on Virtual Console on, uh, on, on Wii U, are really, yeah. really good. They're just fucking good games. They're such good games. The music's sick. I've never played Symphony of the Night, which is the PS1 one. Does everyone so love not, that one? Yeah, and that's the one that like has the most incredible soundtrack ever. Why is that one loved so much? It's just like it's like pure fucking, you know, platforming gold. Yeah, and you like yeah, taken on Dracula's Look, son. Here's some games I am looking forward to which may or may not be released. They supposedly are, but we know. 2017 or bus baby. Um Uncharted DLC. Oh yeah, which is apparently like, did you hear what they said? It's uh, I thought it was only going to be one chapter, but it's they like said game it, length, right? Yeah, or it no. said it, it's longer than Uncharted One. Oh great! So it's like thirteen chapters or something. Is that fucking awesome? That's like, terrific. Yeah, yeah. that's like um, a, like a minimum ten hour game. That's wild. Uh, the South Park Fractured Butthole. Fuck when it finally comes out. Yeah. Yeah, when that final rhyme. I'm curious to play. Yeah, it got bad reviews, but uh, it still anymore, looks though. cute. No, I'm I'm over it then. <laughs> Uh, was it like a ukulele? Like everyone's like, "Ooh, this." No, nice. nowhere near on that level. Okay, it just it was kind of like it's good, but you've played this kind of shit. No, Nino Kuni two does have a 2017 release window. I never finished the first one. Did you? Yeah, it was great. Is it it's a very good game. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a fantastic game. I um, love the voice work. What, oh, it was beautiful. It was just it was like playing Breath of the Wild before Breath of the Wild came out. I just didn't like the combat. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing. It's always it, it was um, turn based, and again, I find turn based jarring. Mm. Crash Bandicoot Trilogy, I don't really care. I'll still get it because I'm a fucking idiot, but I don't really care either. <laughs> Sonic Mania? Yeah, that, man. I'm jacked for Sonic Mania. Let me tell you that much. So I also rebought Sonic 2 and 3 because I realized I always... On like, what? On Virtual Console on sure. uh, Wii U because I'm an idiot. Oh, well, <laughs> Even no, though, you're not. You've I mean, been, it's ne- probably never going to come to the Switch, right? You've like, been boxed to it into a fucking corner. Like, this is what you have to do. I've, um, I've, I've, I've just like, I always think about you know, oh, maybe Sonic isn't that good of a franchise. Mm. And I always only ever think about Sonic 1, and Sonic 1 actually kind of sucks. It's very, very basic. And, and if you get into the history of it, I've, I've seen some great videos about it. It was, it was a direct response to Mario, which was seen as slow and sluggish. Yep. And it was literally just... Sonic's like, got to go fast. It's like the Fast and Furious of games. It was just you running fast. But, but it's but so frustrating because you go fast, you go fast, you go fast, and then you miss like one bug. Yeah. And then he fucking you, just stops you and you lose all your coins. And then you do this horrible sprite flashing when yeah, you get hit. And you lose those rings. And then there's dumbass underwater levels. Yeah. But... The lore really came to itself with two onwards dinner when Tails got involved. Well, but I know, just from apparently a level design point of view, two and particularly three ha- have like that's what the most beloved Sonic shit that Mania is trying to uh, go back yeah. to. Um, do you remember Sonic Four? It came out a few years ago. Yeah, it's so bad. It's so frustrating. It was on PS3, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. And, yeah, and it was on. It was on most consoles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and and they said the same thing they were saying about Mania about that like you know if they're going back to Sonic's roots it's a it's a 2D you know it's going to be so good they said that about 4 didn't they yeah and it was it was no I good I think even 4 was released on the iPhone eventually yeah, I think they were yeah, trying to just smash yeah, it on everything so, who made that though it wasn't probably made by no Sega yeah no but they've got a guy who did the emulation um, for 
for um this new the Sega yeah. free the, all the free Sega games that they've done yeah so the Sonic one he one of the Sonic games he he did the emulation for and he's he's developing this for Sega yeah right so he's like a hardcore fan and in a way it's like it could be like you know the best version of Mario Maker like a guy who actually makes levels making new Sonic levels as opposed to you know some dude who put you through a Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah, I'm look, I'm ready to love a, a Sega game again this year. I loved Puyo Puyo Tetris, and they developed that. I think it's like a, like a near perfect, you know, that kind of game. I reckon, um, I reckon Sonic Mania is going to be a go. I'm I'm pumped for it. I'm pumped for Cave Story just because it's still not fucking available on the Australian I, eShop. I, I, so I've bought it, I've paid for it, and it is somewhere in in postal limbo because my sister went overseas before it arrived at her house oh shit so I might, right. I might not even get it <laughs> uh the middle earth shadow of war no that's I'm not for I, the last game was so fun and so original and really just... so have you got it should i steal it from you um no i stole it of someone else and they stole it. oh that maybe good, i huh? do have it it could be down there no i stole it off nick langley right um it was great it started this amazing new system called like oh, I'm, I'm going to get it wrong. The hero system. I know what you're talking about. The bad, like, the foe thing, the, and foe, the, yeah. the villain remembers you. Yeah, that's right, and then comes back to you at different different points in your life. And it builds up like um, disdain and regret for you, and ends up remembering when you've attacked it or hurt it once. Pretty awesome shit. It's incredible. Your cat's going wild, Angus. Is it a full moon? Maybe. Listeners, is it a full moon? Let us know. Heyfanpodcast at gmail.com. But yeah, so, there are actually more games than I anticipated coming out. Yeah, you, you just rolling through the list. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I just, There's I, a bunch. I just want virtual console, baby. You still don't play games you've already played before. I want, to, I want the option to. I've, yeah. had, it, I've had it for, for 10 years before. Mm. No, 11 years. We, we came out in 2006. I've had it for that long. I just want it again. It's so weird that it's not a, an option. And I know the much fabled Netflix thing, but I, the the switch Netflix system. But I got to I got I got to see some bold print. So you're gonna love this. Not only did I buy some Wii U virtual console games in the last two weeks, mm. I also logged into the Wii virtual console through my Wii U and bought a. Can you buy stuff on that? Yeah, still? you still can. Wow. I heard that you couldn't, and I was like, oh fuck, I missed my chance. But I went back, and there's a um, Castlevania game that was that that was an arcade game, and they released it on the. What was the arcade port um, console? Uh, 3DO? 3DX? No, yeah. Neo Geo? Neo Geo. Yeah. So there's a Neo Geo Castlevania game on the on the Wii virtual well, console that I bought for like 15 bucks. Why isn't it on and the Switch? So nothing good. but Neo Geo games. Yeah, true. Moment. Hopefully that'll come to there. Yeah. With a discount. I didn't price think, man, I, I, they shut down something, didn't they, on the Wii? Hey, everything, you, you can buy all the games there. Maybe they just shut, like, shut down an online How service. How fucking weird is that? An 11 year old console, you can still jack like games. Virtual console games. The, lot, the, the Wii Virtual Console Library is so good. It is. It was better than the Wii U, wasn't it? Yeah, they never they never got like got it to that level. It, why not? Like, it's yeah. How fucking hard could it be? They own the ho- software and the hardware. You think their number one goal would be making it, it like you can play fucking Doom on anything to the point where it's a joke. Yeah. How can't you play Super Mario? Wait, can World? you? Yeah, like on calculate. There's always like you dumb. can't play it on Nintendo. <laughs> Yeah, true. I want to play Doom on the Switch. That's my new thing I want to play now. Fuck, that'd be awesome. Doom, I think, was a game that had the Super FX chip in it. Classic. That's so funny. Classic. Um, So that's it for video games. Let's still talk about it because we'll just keep complaining about Nintendo. And Mm. uh, we can save that for every other week of this show. Um, Let's talk about movies. This is the bread. Um, Should we do TV then? No, we'll do movies. Have you got got TV only saved up? Just the end of Twin Peaks season three. How much longer have you got to go on that? Ten more episodes. Fuck, it's a long season. Eighteen. Well, it's man the way he, the way Lynch has even said it, he's like it's an eighteen-hour movie, 
and watching it, it is it's like it's fucking phenomenal i'm watching this and i'm feeling things i haven't felt for television ever that's amazing holy shit yeah it's hard to talk about because it's david lynch and you can't really get he's about feelings and emotions you've seen david lynch movies i'm sure i've seen david lynch ice bucket challenges that so that so yeah. that times 18 hours um is it and it's just Every, everything about this third it's season incredible. is just kicking you yeah. in the butt. It's it's the Force Awakens treatment where it's not here's every major character. Like I said earlier, it's teased perfectly. It, I st- still don't know a hundred percent what's going on eight hours in. What like things are revealed really well. It's not a villain of the week or a bait and switch ending on a like like I said I loved Breaking Bad but one thing that used to annoy me so much was the last two seconds like someone would go to touch something and the glass would go to tip over and then the start of the next episode would be the like the result of that like everything was just like you could see the writers going and now you've got to fix this mess and you, and this is all controlled one vision just so well done it's fucking crazy the budget I don't know I, I reckon it's millions of dollars it looks insane the acting everything I just yeah, it's hard. You've got to watch. If you ever watch Twin Peaks, it'll be great, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, I mean, but that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. It's the only thing I can think about right now. It just makes any other show. I have to watch comedies other than Twin Peaks because it's all I can handle right now. Well, I just I just finished a comedy. Um, Silicon the, Valley. Silicon Valley. I, so, I, I watched the last episode last night. I've, I've got. I'm two seasons behind. I'm just going to buy them and watch them. Fucking hell! Really? I love Silicon Valley, bro. It's yeah. so good. And this season, like, has Ehrlich left yet? I know everywhere. So, yeah, he, 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 they, they, they write him out. The last season, they write him out. I saw how he went as well. I read his interview it's last really night. It's really funny. That interview is fucking brutal. Is he insane? No, I think, he's just, I think he's just like, he just doesn't, like he's un, not, not unhinged. He just like, you know, doesn't censor himself. Yeah. So he throws, he throws like Thomas Middleditch under the bus a few times. Yeah. And he throws like, the, what is it, the showrunner? Like yeah. he, he's like, just say, I don't, I don't like him. So I don't talk to him. We don't. Yeah. We both hate each other. And then he's like, but I love HBO. They said I could come back whenever I want. Yeah, and he loves Mike Judge. And yeah, it, it's, it's... Is he just a hard guy to work with? I don't know. He seems like... He seems... I... I, I, I he's in the Emoji movie interview. though. So think about his... Uh, maybe his, his thought process might be different to yours and mine's. But he's making funny jokes about being in the Emoji movie. Yeah, he's like, I went to Khan and it. flying around and... Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, he was my favorite thing about the show. Really? Because he, he's first two seasons, he's definitely not my favorite thing about the show. Ehrlich, he's, he's in the uh, first two seasons. I thought he well, he reminded me of like my really good friend. Right. Oh, Kiko. They they look identical yeah, yeah. as well. T.J. Miller. I like T.J. Miller. I accidentally bought a rap album he made once. Don't do that, everybody. You accidentally? I was drunk and I was like, hell yeah, I like that guy from Dog Loves Movies. Whoa. I'll buy his rap album, and it's so fucking bad. Wow. Anyway, um, not even like ironic good. I just, I, it's really, it's like it's fucking forty three tracks or something like that. That's some little B shit. Yeah. That's literally little. And when little B does it, it's bad. No, no, but like, it's like forty three like minute long songs as opposed to like. <laughs> 40, Four discs of of little B ten minutes against um, yeah Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant. <laughs> um, yeah so I, I was oh, it, little B he's been really quiet lately hasn't he uh, he lifted the curse he's lifted off his curse but he's not putting out any music <laughs> someone <laughs> someone did like an amazing infographic of how to how to listen to little B albums oh pretty, wow pretty recently. Good. Yeah, um, um, was it it's season four? Wasn't it, it was season four of Silicon Valley? Right. Yeah, it, it 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 definitely still suffers from that. They hit the reset button at the end of every season. I remember finishing season two, I think it was, which is which I love season. I thought season two might have been the best season of the two I saw. Yeah, I was going to say. And it did end on the, and we're back to where we started. Yeah. And, and I'm the, just like, oh, is this what it's going to be like? But this is especially frustrating because they introduced some really interesting potential long-term mm. status quo changes, like certain characters become the CEO instead yep. of... 
um, Thomas Middleton. Does it almost character. feel like fan fiction though? No, it just only lasts two episodes and then it goes back to mm. normal and then repeats. That's a big trend though in a lot of popular shows. Like I remember watching even Mad Men, which I still think is my favorite show ever. There's episodes where like Don Draper quits and it's season four and you're like, but there's seven seasons. And then you're like, oh, yeah, it's a TV show. Like the stakes are so low in these shows. And then yeah, it's yeah. like, I remember it happening on Breaking Bad and it's always like, oh my God, it's so different this season, this person, like, you know. Breaking Bad is monumentally different. It's from season to season. Yeah, but I mean, there'll be... Okay, maybe not Breaking Bad. I picked a bad choice because, yeah, you're right. That Basically, people just die and then <laughs> they stay dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other shows, you know, they'll change a character or have like them excel a year in school or something. But then within like a few episodes, it goes back to normal. Right. And it's a great device and we see it all the time. Like, you know, a second season where a major... Ca- the time jump's another great device which people use where a season skips ahead and for the first episode, you're like, it's so different. And then by the second episode, everything's back to normal again. Sure, yeah. And yeah. It's, 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 I think it's a great device and I'm actually a sucker for it. I love it when it happens. Well, look, um, I'm looking forward to discussing Silicon Valley's fourth season with you. I also finished the third season of Fargo. Love it. Uh, on Friday night. I was so satisfied by the ending, which a lot of people were not satisfied with. Really? Um, this has been a very confusing season for some people. I can't believe Fargo is getting that feedback. Well, really. no. I mean, a lot of reviews I read. I read a few reviews because, you know, it's one of those great shows that you just want to review, read other people's thoughts on it as soon as it's over. Peaks, baby. And everyone that was criticizing the earlier to middle episodes of Fargo has been like, oh my God, what? I don't know why I was being critical of it. I, I now see that what the, the long-term goal they were sure. playing with it. And, and it was great. And yeah, yeah, I understood why why those episodes were weird. And sure. yeah, I, I thought it was a really satisfying season it? of television. So you reckon if someone binged it, completely different experience from week by week? Fucking A, definitely. Yeah. I mean, a, that's always the case. It is. It's an interesting debate. But then it's like, I missed... When, so I started Twin Peaks when I think six episodes were out and smashed them all and was not a part of that discussion. And I loved watching it all in one go because I used to be like, oh, I do miss the week by week. But then I remember when you read those recaps and stuff, they're outdated by the very next one because every fucking paragraph going, why did this happen is already answered in the next episode. And then I'm like, man, I don't miss reading those articles. Their shelf life is so minimal that like I wasted so much time reading recaps. So I'm, I'm team binge now. Yeah, I, 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 I like it when it. it's less recappy. Like I generally like like the AV Club. I like going and I, I, oh, I'm still doing it for Twin Peaks now. Every single episode, straight to AV Club. I don't, I, but I, I I breeze through the. I don't, I don't. I just kind of like brush over the the recap part. But I like reading the straight comments, observations, and, and stuff yeah, straight observations, of the comments. Yeah, that I, I really, those are really enjoyable. Because so, people do... people always point out things that I may have missed and that mm. kind of thing. I find Reddit's actually the best place now. Fucking, as much as yeah. Reddit sucks, yeah. I just do like Reddit slash and then the name of the show. There's some shit there, but the people on there are like the comment section of AV Club. It's just like hardcore people who point out shit. And I'm like, that's Whoa. fucking fascinating. <gasps> Whoa. Um, yeah. yeah. And so, I, so th- those two shows I finished in the last week, which is it's, I so feel what are you looking forward so to accomplished. Well, okay. I'm obsessed with a show that was introduced to us by Ben, who is a, a oh, listener. Yeah, Nirvana, the band, the show. Nirvana, the band, the show. So um, I knew it in its early iteration. Yeah, I think I watched a, a, an episode or two when it was on YouTube mm. a long time ago. I, and the guy I work with, one of my good co-workers for years, told me to watch it and became a joke where I purposely avoided it because he kept telling me how good it was and I only did it to piss him off. And then I feel, I like, you, it was announced, I feel like you were doing it to me in the last week. <laughs> with what? Oh, because I told you to watch it like a hundred times. Yeah, maybe and that's and why. You, and you didn't write anything black back. Oh, no. That, was that in the group chat? No, no. It was like a personal too. 
Oh. I was a real sad week fan. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Maybe I muted the wrong conversation. So this is uh this is a show on Viceland now. It started out as a as a web series like in like two thousand and seven. Something to do with it now. I heard. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's yeah, a he's like an production EP or creator. Something. So yeah, whatever. Oh, he owns Vice, I think, anyway now. Right, but uh, it's a it's a show set in Toronto. It's these two two characters who have a shitty band. The entire season that I've seen so far, it's an eight episode season, half hour episodes. It is. Um, them trying to get a show at like this totally run-of-the-mill venue. They don't know how to get a show, so they go about these stupid, ridiculously convoluted ways to do that. Then they also have like episodes that just like one, one episode is entirely about them going to see The Force Awakens Amazing. premiere. And I just thought of you the entire time. It is so funny and Fuck. so enjoyable. Right, I'm going to watch it this weekend. I'm doing like, nothing. It's one of those 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 shows, though, that you'll know whether you're going to love or hate it within the first 30 seconds. I like it, it. Like, I have seen bits and I have seen it and I do like everything I've It is I so it. fucking funny. It, was like, it reminds me of very like, selfish spite was the reason I didn't watch it, just to piss off a colleague. It reminds me of like a cross between like Flight of the Concords, Tim and Eric, and then what was the... um. The show with the three dudes that you loved. Uh, Workaholics. Workaholics. Um, vi- Which I haven't watched for seasons now. Cro- Cross of those three things. So you're like peak workaholics, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I've heard peep shows also thrown Would Do you have like vintage peep show? Yeah, I guess so. But also the craziest thing is that it is a major- it's half filmed like in their apartment and then it's just filmed in the street like gorilla style. Like reality television style, it follows them, stuff. and they have these dramatic conversations while people say, "Excuse me, you can't film here," and it's they just really continue really on there. It's crazy, man. I'm like, just trying, I think they made movies, didn't they? This the, one of the guys has made movies, but not as Nirvana the band. No, some, I've seen. I've seen. I think I've seen some of his movies. It is like honestly, man. Like I, I, I think this. We might finish this year up with this being my favorite discovery at the very least, and like maybe best show. Fam, that's I, fucking I just, big. I know, I, I know, I, and I throw that kind of shit around, but I think that's why people. I, no one is fam. talking about this show. There, there's, there's no like you know, AV Club, for example, haven't have I've just mentioned that like it was a coming attraction at yeah, the beginning weird. of the year, and then did no follow up on it, and it just. It feels like it's in so many people's wheelhouse, but because it's like a Viceland show and it's Canadian, I saw the no dirties. one gives a fuck about it. I saw the Dirties, a film of theirs. Right. Matt, who was in it, I'm pretty sure he directed it. Yep. So one of the guys, and it's about, it's like a found footage movie. It's like a comedy, which is weird about a school shooting. Right. And the guys. Oh it. yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, Kevin yeah. Smith. I think actually put it on his film festival. He got in touch with them and kind of gave them a big up. And that's, that's how I, that's how I also know of them. I think it's on Netflix. So this is um, Nirvana the Band. The show is on SBS Demand. If you're in Australia, it's on Viceland. If SBS you're not. on Demand is fucking lit. It's really good. I wish they had a, an HD option like the um, mm. iView app does. No, iView. It, it, mine's fine. My SBS it looks it's way like, better. It's okay. It's just it could be. It looks better be. than iView. Oh, the, I, iView HD is fucking great. Have you watch iView and HD on Apple TV? On Apple TV, yeah. No, let me set that. That up brings me to my next 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 show. That I'm oh yeah. Because oh, yeah, I've got four more episodes left of Nirvana the Band. The show, so looking forward to that. Sure. And then uh, I've watched. The the first half of season one of Clever Man. How is it? Man, it's great. It is so much better than like the Netflix Marvel shows. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Um, and uh, yeah, I interviewed the the creator of, That's uh, right. I saw of that. Clever Man. Um, I mean, I R- guess Ryan this is Griffiths. HD, right? It comes up you, when you hit play. Mm. It comes up with like an HD option. It should. No, it's not. Yeah, see? Mine comes out whack That's, as fuck. Yeah, you've got standard definition. That's crap. You, th- there should be an HD version. You serious? Yep. No, I don't get it. Mine looks shit. That sucks. Yeah, man. It stinks. That's why I don't watch it. Take, don't a look in your, take a look in your settings. 
Maybe we can fix it up. Just, uh, just like the most boring conversation. I love it. To... People love this shit. Yeah, they it's fucking true. Love it is real. Like talk. me going to look at my card. <laughs> Keep that in. That's I, I, of course I will. I, I, me, me trying to like fill the void with just myself. This app is riveting to stuff. Yeah, fuck off, ABC. Um, imagine uh, moderating the comment section for the ABC iView app. I've uh, triggered. I've seen things you wouldn't <laughs> imagine. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed um, Clever Clever Man and the. Uh, Dude, stop looking at his settings. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, he's actually doing it, guy. Bam, he's found the... Uh, yep. Oh, High quality. Says it's on. Oh, right. Bizarre. It looks garbage. All right. I know for a fact. It- yeah, yesterday when I watched it, it said, do you want to watch it in HD? It's probably the first time I've used the app and I reckon I've used it before and I've already answered yes. <laughs> All right. Well... So Clever Man's good? It's great. Cool. And the second season starts All shot in Sydney. tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Joint production with um, Sundance. And they just uh, Ryan Griffin is like a massive uh, comic book fan. You so can go, go listen to series. Yeah, he's he's one of the writers. They have a massive writing team. And Tom Taylor, mm. who is the writer of the Injustice comic and the writer of um, uh, Wolverine, currently you for dig Marvel. Dig Injustice. You always dug, dug that comic. It's cool as fuck. And heard that. he's he's a Melbourne writer. He's joining the writing team for the next season. Amazing. All right, just I'm going to get into awesome. it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like Ryan Griffin just wants to just be as superhero as possible, but there's a lot more to it. In these seasons, but I, I, it's really good. Briggs is in it, yeah. Um, Old it, mate Briggs, and it's like a, it, it combines like a dystopian kind of superhero story with um, like stories from the Aboriginal dreaming, which yep. is like a you know very probably the oldest form of storytelling in the world. Yeah, it's incredible stuff. I remember we did some great um, packages last year for radio where we had um, some of the creators come in and elders, and they would actually recreate a lot of the stories about um, the original dreaming stories about that the characters in the show are based off and yeah. tell the original versions and they're produced amazingly. And that's all interspersed within the show too. It's, oh, sick. it's a fucking good show and like there is that cultural cringe that you get ready for when you watch a fucking Australian-made program. This is a good show, man. That's like, so good. Obviously, like you, you can tell there are budget restraints. Some of the performances aren't great. Mm. I, I mean, I'm only halfway through. Maybe they'll get better, but... Like maybe there's a maybe the fifth episode every, every character goes to acting school. Yeah, but like the costume design is amazing. Like yeah, the, the sort of carriage works the, and stuff. The Harrys, it? yeah, it's man, it's fucking good. Yeah, cool. I'll start it. I'm glad it's on my view. I'll hit it. Yeah, how good's like us just pimping local distribution? I want to do more of it because I feel like all we do is talk about Netflix and chill. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the Clever Man has a bigger audience overseas because it's on Netflix. Yeah, that's just baffling, Where, right? Yeah. Anyway, like you, so you finish watching Luke Cage and then it says like Do related this? and yeah brings it on well I'm yeah. glad every episode's on there I'll hit it um, are you looking forward to any other TV or you just got Twin Peaks in your mind Twin Peaks um, that's, fi- that's I, fine new South Park new Vape which is finished but I haven't watched it yet um, Vape I still think is the funniest show on television I think it's the best and you know people wondering would it have any shelf life after Armando stepped down as showrunner and it absolutely has the last season season five was incredible it's so funny it's just you saw this the half of an episode when you came here tonight yeah yeah from that's a season, season three watched, that's yeah. like three seasons ago I guess to what's out now and it's just it's so sharp like there's like 30 jokes an episode like really good jokes there's, way, there's, 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 there's like 90 there's like, jokes in episode. There's like 300 jokes in episode. Just, it is so... Count the jokes, man. It is so fucking funny. <laughs> it's yeah, a great show. I'm, I'm hanging out for that. It's a rare show. And I don't know. You know it's what, fun. fam? I'm opening the, I'm opening the uh, DMs. Hit me with some anime I should be watching. Whoa. Big fan of the May. You're really opening those floodgates. Yeah. Please watch Nirvana the Band the show. Please. I'm going to watch that. Look, the thing is, you've just... There's three shows that we've just discussed there, which I cannot wait to watch. Fucking and sick. that's so good. Let's talk about movies very quickly because I want to go to bed. 
<laughs> um, and uh, I think I'm, I'm you know, we, we talk about superhero movies. Obviously, like Spider Man's just around the corner. Spider oh, Homecoming. So Spider Man Homecoming. So before we started, I was like, did you see who the Spider Man Homecoming news today? And you hadn't. Uh, do you want to know what it was? Is DJ Khaled have a bigger role than just that weird cameo? He is Miles Morales. No. <laughs> um, so Tom Holland's been doing the press circuit, you know, doing what he does, telling people, go see my movie. Yeah. It's great. Anyway, he confirmed today that, do you remember in Iron Man 2, and I know it's uh, a movie we don't like to remember too much, but there's a scene where there's a kid at the, remember there's a Queen's Expo for Stark and stuff. Yeah, that, that part, a that's, that's a good part. Yeah, and remember there's like a little boy who's wearing an Iron Man mask and goes to stop one of the robot... The, oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. So now it's been confirmed uh, that that's little Peter Parker. Oh, that's so awesome. Ten years ago. <laughs> Would you say it's awesome? That's so awesome. Yeah, and he, God, Tom Holland said today, he's like, I literally just spoke to Kevin Feige and it's it's a thing. I'm trying to find his direct quote. Um, it is Peter Parker who said, I can confirm it as today. I literally had a conversation with Kevin only 20 minutes ago. May have just done a big old spoiler, but it's out there now. It's cool. I like the idea that Peter's been in the universe for the beginning because the kid never takes his mask off. Yep. So, and it's in Queens. Yeah. Now they're just saying it's, it's perfect. There's a little kid who's obsessed with science, whose aunt probably said he could go to this science expo. And so he's been in the MCU since the fucking third movie. That rules. I'm so into that. Yeah, well That's done. One thing I well played, say, Marvel. Yeah. And the other thing was apparently the sequel to Homecoming would be the first film of Phase 4. Yeah, which is a good move. That's a great move. They sound like the Sony and Marvel relationship is still happening. There was weird rumors a month ago saying after Homecoming, Spidey will not be part of MCU. Which is so fucking dumb. Oh, man. I think just the key to enjoying your life is ignoring all those Sony rumors because you know they won't even get fucking half a movie out. Venom won't happen. You heard it here first. All the, all, none of these bullshit movies will even happen. They're so dumb. They're the dumbest studio. I am so excited for Homecoming. It's blowing my mind out that it's out in a week. Yeah. It's in the can. It's been early test scores are in the um, low to mid-90s. Mm-hmm. Everyone's saying it's the best Spider-Man movie. Since number two. Since which is, two. Which, which is, is great. Two is probably my favorite comic book movie for a very long time. So I'm very excited as a Spider-Man fan. Again, it's that feeling of not being embarrassed of saying you like Spider-Man. Um, on the superhero front, much more excited for Thor Ragnarok. I'm very excited for Ragnarok. Um, I'm on pass. But we've, we've, we've spoken about that at length on the, on, on the show before. Here's a little movie we haven't spoken about ever. The Last Jedi. We're also very excited for that. <laughs> Extremely excited for the last. Jedi. I wish we were hearing more about that instead of all this Han Solo bullshit. Same. No. Um, last Jedi just looks phenomenal. Ryan Johnson's come out of the woodwork this week uh, on Twitter and a few places and said he's had nothing but a great relationship with Lucasfilm and there is no um, pressure to make a movie a certain way. Mm-hmm. As of today, and, but he he he's only filmed half the movie in claymation. He's going half, and the other half. Um, Shadow puppets. Shadow puppets. Um, today, uh, Adam Driver gave an interview um, saying that you know this is unlike any other Star Wars movie, and Ryan's all about characters and story, which is always what people say. But it just sounds he's just like, and he's taken the rules of Star Wars, but he's made his own that still respects the other rules. But he's doing his own thing, and I'm just like, that's just so good, and it looks fantastic. Like this movie sounds brilliant. Um, do you, are you do you want another trailer, or can you wait? We're going to get another trailer, I think, at D23 or something. Is that November? It's really soon. Really soon, right. Okay. Um, I, I, I would be happy if we knew nothing else as well. Yeah, me too. But I'm also like, give me every fucking thing. But not <laughs> too much. Um, 
I'm just hanging for it. Like, I can't wait. That's that's movie of the year, hands down. Away from superheroes for a moment. Baby Driver, Edgar Wright's yes, new movie. Yes, I'm uh, excited to see that. Some friends living in the UK have seen it, really enjoyed it. So it was good? Up to yeah, scratch? Yeah, up to scratch. Up sure. to snuff? Really enjoyable. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see Edgar Wright make him, making a, a, an American movie on his own terms. Yeah. Which he's never done before. It's, um, I mean, I guess you could count Scott Pilgrim, but he's you know doing an adaptation. I, I like the idea of him doing like a fully original. It's an adaptation. Movie. It is. It's based off a short novel, so it's exactly Fuck the same. Me. As, All right. It's a it's a novel. Damn it! I was hoping it was like a fully. Sorry, son. All Fuck right. you! Just I'm not gonna see this movie anymore. <laughs> just gonna sit on your dick now, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Back on his bullshit. Um, the thing called research, dude. I've started doing it. <laughs> Turns out, yeah, right. It makes us look good. <laughs> well, yeah. Like I got, well, I mean, yeah. Thanks for correcting me. I enjoyed that. That's but. fine. But uh, yeah, shit. I guess. I mean, I'm still, enjoy- I'm still enjoying. I'm still looking forward to it. I guess. I'm sure he's. I like Edgar Wright a lot. Yeah, Edgar Wright rules. Um, I didn't love his last movie that much. At the end of the world, or the world's the end. world's end. Sort of was, was. I mean, some of it was. I awesome. never have to see it again. I, I think the problem with the movie wasn't him. It was just like I'm overseeing Simon Pegg fight an army. No, just the just the, the way the his character annoyed me. Yeah, it was just. But it was just. It was like an amalgamation of all of his films prior. Yeah, He's which is old, your favorite of that? What do they call it? The Cornetto trilogy. trilogy. It, I mean, Shaun of the Dead, hands down. I think I like Hot Fuzz the most. Hot Fuzz is brilliant. Don't get me wrong, but Shaun it of does the go Dead. on way longer than it should. Mm. But, Timothy uh, Dalton's amazing in it. Fucking hell, he is great yeah. villain. Um, still think Scott Pilgrim is my favorite film of his. Yeah, well, I think that's just a really hard film to for anyone to make, especially you know that yeah that film and stay true to itself without ever being too cringe. Um. We uh, Star Wars, yeah. What are, what other movies are you looking forward to? Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll come to it with it. This doesn't have to be. No, oh, have you to know be what I'm hanging the size. fuck out for? War of the Planet of the Apes. It's been getting nothing but perfect reviews. Really? Everyone, I haven't seen any of those new planet. Actually, I haven't seen one Planet of the Apes movie ever in my life. Well, these are. I've watched the, the fucking episode of The Simpsons a hundred times. Well, yeah. Are they like that? <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, is Justice League out this year? Yeah. No. Is, is it, it really? I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. Is it. I'm, you know what? I'm looking forward to it like a rubbernecking, staring at a car accident type of person now. I'm just kind of like, I need to see what happened and follow up on it. Like, we're going to see it, obviously, and talk about it. Um, well, my wife and I were at a wedding earlier in the year and um, she said, you're looking forward to it. And I said, in the same way that I look forward to DC movies. Amazing. <laughs> you can interpret that how you will. Take that one in. Uh, was that pre or post Wonder Woman? <laughs> <laughs> pre. Dunkirk, I'm looking forward to. Anything Fucking hell. Nolan does. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's his first movie since um, Interstellar, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like three years past, I think. I, have, uh, I, I know very little about it. Which is I'm trying to keep that way, and I think the movie I'm looking most it's, for it's it's an action adventure romp, right, Dunkirk? I've heard it's a comedy. Yeah, it's full. Of <laughs> I've heard that um, Phil Lord and Chris Miller got in there, did some script I- improvised comedy. Yeah, everyone's Ace Ventura apparently. <laughs> everyone's walking around saying, "All righty then, Dunkirk me." <laughs> um, movie I'm hugely looking forward to after the Last Jedi, which again with me and Star Wars, it's always going to be top tier. Is um. Blade Runner 2049. Is that this year? Yeah, it's October. Fuck. It looks incredible. The featurette came out a few days ago with uh, Dennis Villeneuve, however you pronounce his name. I will learn it. Dunkirk. Dunkirk. David, Dennis Dunkirk. Yep. And uh, Ridley and Harrison and Ryan and all saying those, you know, riveting things like, ooh, it's a good movie. Ooh, we're so happy to be on this. Oh, sorry, I thought you were looking how to pronounce his name. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Um, yeah, 
That that movie just looks amazing. It looks like the anti Ghost in the Shell, which came out earlier this year, which is apparently okay. So hopefully it'll be yeah even way more better than okay. But yeah, number top of the list, bitches. Yeah, you know what Last movie? I'm, you know what movie I'm really looking forward to watching? Angus Cars Three, one of any Hulk Hogan movie. Well, <laughs> because uh, we're going to wrap the, wrap this episode up and let you know that uh, you can vote for a movie that we're going to watch uh, over on our Patreon page. Uh, you can just you don't even need to sign up for Patreon to vote. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash heyfam We and, need uh, your votes and There vote is a clear for winner right now It is between uh, Mr. Nanny Mr. Nanny Suburban Commando Saddle with Muscles No, no Holds Barred No Holds Barred And Not No Bars Hold That could be a very good prequel and or sequel Title And of course last but not least Three Ninjas Which is winning Yeah which is winning by 3% Mr. Nanny is hot on its heels I threw a vote in there Really? What did you vote for? Mr. Nanny. Me too. I, I, I really want to do Mr. Nanny. Yeah. Anyone listening right now, go vote for Mr. Nanny. We had this power last time with Batman and Robin. Let's and, see how persuasive happened. we are. <laughs> and then discuss the HeyFam political party. Because again, we are very influential, it appears. And you know what else I'm looking forward to this year? What's up? Just Kojima having the time of his life not working for Konami. I really think that's important. Beautiful. Oh, and I'm looking forward to that fucking Metal Gear zombie game getting torn apart. Oh, yeah. It already is. I, I listened to a podcast today on the Kind of Funny Network, and they were just they played it, and they just were just destroying it. Just saying, was it was insane so that bad. no one spoke about it at E3 either? Like it was just like no one even bothered to talk, go there. Like people are just now so against it, they're not even bothering to rip on it. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Fucking great. That's what you do when you fuck with Kojima. That's right, and that's how we're going to end this episode. Enjoy your morning. Find us facebook.com slash heyfanpodcast, heyfanpodcast at gmail.com, at Jimmy Changas, at Levdog. Fuck you, Konami. Yeah, everyone. Released more don't, Castlevania games, though. Everybody, don't listen to this. Konami, this is for you. Fuck you. <laughs> don't Everyone enjoy else, your morning. Listen now. <laughs> hey! Bam, 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 bam. Hey, this is Levins. Thanks so much for listening to Hey Fam. If you're not completely sick of my voice, why don't you go and check out one of my other podcasts? One of them is called The Mitchin and is all about the Sydney food and bar scene. And the other one is called Serious Issues and it's all about comic books. If you uh, get angry that Angus and I don't talk about comic books anymore, it's because all I do is talk about comic books at Serious Issues. So go there instead. Uh, you can find both of the podcasts on iTunes or download them directly at yolevins.com slash podcasts. Thanks so much for listening and for your support. And I'll see you next week. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.